any of you are listening and you don't know those things, it's okay. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking, how can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. So speaking of the team, I'm assuming there's a lot of coaching going on inside your team as well. So that brings us to topic number three. It's coaching. I'm sure it's not only individual. Right. So I want to I wanna know what happened two and a half years ago first. Yeah, two and a half absolutely. years ago, a lot of shit changed. It did. So I want to I know what happened two and a half years up. ago. It was all of a sudden, okay, you are a businesswoman. You are going to create a business. And I love the phrase, you don't know what you don't know. I just, it gives, oh, it gives me the feels now because it is the truth behind everything. And that's, I think that's what's fun. It's why we're here on this earth is to, is to learn. Like, so if you have any sort of, you know, woo woo background is that, you know, that you maybe have had like other lives and that you get put back here on earth or you come back to earth to do it again, to maybe get better at something. So I keep, sometimes I like really like sit down and I'm like, what, I wonder what it is that I'm trying to like get better at. I think there's a few things that I I'm working on this time, but I am pretty sure. And I can't perfectly nail this down, but I'm pretty sure it was Facebook or Instagram scrolling through real estate stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I keep seeing real estate coaching. And I pass through like watching one thing and I, and I will give credit. It was Krista Mashore. It was Krista Mashore coaching. It was, she had, um, was running something again. I don't remember if it was a Facebook thing or if it was on Instagram, but she was talking about this book that she wrote, sell 100 homes a year. And I was like, I need that book. And she said, she'll send it to you free. You just have to pay the $7.95 shipping and handling. Ah, I love that. I was like, yes, like it's like, it looked pretty thin. So it looked like a quick read. And, and I really liked her energy. She was pretty bubbly. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm drawn to, you like what you like, right guys? Like it's not, that's. Yeah, that, she, she's a bit of a rock you're, star. You're, you're going to make me pick up this book now too. <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's great. Yeah, I've looked at her 30 and 30 challenge as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've looked at her stuff. Um, so I, so anyways, I read the book, loved it. And then because (laughs) this is the world of algorithms and, um, and all the government listening to our stuff. And so Facebook's just started pounding me with, with real estate coaching. And I was like, at the time I can remember thinking like, Oh, people have real estate coaches. Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know what that even is. And I don't know why I didn't, because what I've learned is that I'm a basketball coach. I've coached, every, I've coached my kids in every sport they've done besides football for my son. Um, not that I couldn't. I, I think I might have some good ideas for that. But I coach pretty well from the sidelines. Um, but I've coached, you know, all the way up through their t-ball, baseball stuff and field hockey and basketball because I'm a basketball family. I do do not coach anymore because I am working on my business. And so and once they got older and I have a boy and a girl, they're going in opposite directions all the time. So like, you know, during um, the fall season, 
they, she had field hockey game one night. He, you know, they'd have practices every night and then he'd have football every weekend. So it was like, we were just nonstop. So I stopped coaching a few years ago, but hello, if we're doing, if every, if we're coaching our kids up through, why wouldn't coaching still happen for, for everything? And so, you know, we have to take these continuing education courses for, for real estate because we're a licensed, you know, individual. Well, anyways, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I know. I've got stuff to do too. Uh, I'll be putting my assistant on that. Um, so I kept seeing the things, and I read the Christopher Shore book, and then I decided that I would start looking into it. And I remember my first reaction was, "Whew, it's pretty pricey. It's expensive." But like they say, you have to spend money to make money. And so I went through, I listened to Krista's person and, you know, and again, like when you're a bit naive, like I might happen to have been at that point, not embarrassed to say so, I knew I wouldn't be coaching directly with Krista. <laughs> I did know that, but I didn't quite know how it was going to be. So I, I listened to that and I listened to Tom Ferry because I would see Tom Ferry stuff all over the place. I also love him. He excites me. So lo and behold, to fast forward this, I chose Tom Ferry. Just like the, I actually like the salesperson better. So their salesperson did a better job than Krista's did. Not that that guy was shabby. I just like the other one better. And I got hooked up with a real estate coach. And I have been with Christy for the past three years. And yeah, it has to be three because I got her before I hired Chelsea because she was the first thing she said to me when we started running some numbers was, you don't have an assistant. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, nope. And I was going, I had just been chosen at the time. I had just been chosen for the 40 under 40, the top 40 agents in the REMAX region. Um, and so they break the country into regions. And so we actually have Canada in ours. And there are some seriously big producers up there. We have Canada and we've got a couple Midwest towns and then it's all of New England. Okay. So it was the top, one of the top 40 agents. That was a really big deal to me. But Guys, I was at the bottom of that barrel. I was at the like that year was just, you know, a few years ago. I was going to close. We had on target to close 76 transactions. So it was a really big first year. And in within that, I had just barely hired Chelsea. But I just started in coaching. I didn't have a CRM. And I'm sure you know what CRM stands for. I did not. I mean, I looked it up. I mean, I'm literally over here Googling. As my coach is talking to me that first meeting and I'm like, why don't I know these things? And I, I think I like left the coaching meeting going, what am I doing? How have I even succeeded this long? Like I, I just, I was sad and frustrated and embarrassed. And then I got over it. And the next time I got on the coaching call with her and mind you, I loved Christy. She's been my coach the entire time from the second I laid eyes on her. And I love it. We sit in this kind of a forum every week and I have my calls with her on, they used to be Mondays. I hated that. Um, I don't like to do stuff early mornings, Mondays, but mine were, um, but now they're on Wednesdays and I have loved her from the second I started talking with her. And so the next time I got on the call, I said, I don't know anything. And she's like, yeah, you do. You're a very, very good agent. Now we're going to make you a very, very good businesswoman. And it changed from there. It it went, it had nowhere to go but up. I didn't track anything. I didn't, I didn't know my numbers. That was the first thing she kept saying, you gotta know your numbers, gotta know your numbers. And so 
any of you are listening and you don't know those things, it's okay. When you say got to know your numbers, can you be a little bit more specific? Which numbers should we actually pay attention to? So you've got to set goals. So there's got to be a goal of what you hope to do for transactions. And just, again, just in case, because I think there were so often I listened to stuff like this and I didn't know what it meant. And I'm usually in the car when I'm listening to podcasts. So it's not always easy to Google it, you know, and, and I'll say, Siri, what is this? And she'll say, I can't help you with that right now. And I'm like, yes, you can, bitch. You can help me right now. Tell me what that is. <laughs> I can't do that while you're driving. I'm like, no, I'm just asking you a question. Answer it. Um, I love it. So, um, so for those of you who are not positive on the transactions, that is your sides that you, that you do. So, um, I don't know every state, but we can double up, you know, you have one client and you may have one customer side, they have to know they're not being represented. But, um, so I did a lot of double deals because in the towns that I am most familiar with people know me. And so trust me, if I take a listing and I do a lot of listing, I'm probably already going to have a buyer for it. And then we have to, we have that discussion. Like, look, do you want to have somebody else on my team help you? Do you want to stay as a customer of mine? But I've got the listing now. So I have to represent that. We make that very clear um, and not always as clear as you need to. But so transactions means the sides, you count them both. If you have a buyer and a seller, that's two, you get two for that deal. That's not just one. I used to count home sales. So I was not tracking it appropriately. Like I said, I wanted to have 50 sales, but I would have had that, you know, a couple of years before, because I one year had like probably 20 that I had both sides to. So, um, and that was back before everybody wanted a buyer's agent. And now I think everybody should have a buyer's agent. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're just a consumer, get yourself a buyer's agent because it actually makes everybody's job easier. Yes, we make a little less money, but then you are just fully represented. There's no middleman. There's no trying to sit on that fence. I love having a buyer's agent. I'll tell you guys, I, I am like, and that's why I actually like having, because you don't have to play the, the, the devil's advocate. You don't have to play any role. There's somebody else who just gets to answer all the questions for the buyer and somebody answers all the questions and gives all the advice for the seller. I like the separation. I think it just, I mean, I also think we live in a world where everybody gets very wound up about things. And so if you can, you can make sure that everyone is separately. So basically you're, you can say you have less chance to cloud your judgment yeah. because there's a little bit of degrees of separation yeah. between the buyer and the seller, as opposed to you advising both parties. Yes. And because I know so many, so many deals that come to mind that i slipped through doing it the best that I knew how to do, but it still wasn't the best I wanted it to be. And I didn't love that. And I didn't love if there was confusion. And so, you know, that's what we educate our buyers all the time. We have a video that goes out and like talks about, you know, and, and we try to explain it and trust me, it still comes up all the time, but the more you educate, that's just part of, you know, that knowledge agent stuff. You know, I like to put out these videos like, Hey, what does this mean? You know, when someone says this, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious, uh, Katie, as well. When you do represent both sides, do you do you do a variable commission for the sellers, or do you just treat it as two separate agents? And yeah, no, you get I don't. You get you deserve. Well, I, I think I, I think that's um, too broad to ask because it's a case by case basis. There are mm-hmm. times where I might have said. 
this is probably pre-COVID, but sometimes, you know, you had in our states, you have two days to get, once you have a signed listing agreement, you have two days to put it on the MLS. Now, sometimes what will happen is that you will be able to, um, you'll already have buyers for it. And, you know, and what what we used to know is that, you know, especially with the Cola Bankers and the Four Seasons Sotheby's and, you know, all of those like bigger ones in the area, Century 21 Remax, is they'd go to team meeting and they'd say, what are your listings coming up? Who has a buyer for that? And and that was OK. That's allowed. That was fine. And so these homes would come on and they'd be instantly under contract. And you go, son of a, I had a buyer for that. Like, you know, that would have been great. And um and we couldn't, and there was just nothing we could do about it. Buyers would be so disappointed because they would have missed it. And um, so pre-COVID, we used to say, like, if I had a listing coming on, I'd kind of look through the buyer board and I'd say, who do we have for this? And I might say to my seller, "I, if, you, if you'd like, we can show it to the couple of people that we have. And if we do that and don't do professional photography and don't do this and that, that we'll give you a reduced commission for it. If on the other hand, we put it out, which if you put it out, we could be soliciting for an even higher offer, multiple bids, et cetera. We give those options, then we'll do it at the 6%. I always try and tell my sellers that once it's out there, we really try to not negotiate the commission right off the right out of the gate because you want to be, you want to look good to a buyer agent that sees it as well. You don't want to cut it so much down that they go, mm, I don't really want to show that one until last because that one's a whole percent less than somebody else's of what I'm going to make. So it could be variable. I have lots of different scenarios. My repeat sellers, I, I automatically reduce for them because they're repeat. So I'm taking care of them. They came back to me. So I automatically drop a half a percent um, for those. So yes, it can be variable, but most of the time it's not. And I certainly don't automatically do it unless um, the one thing I would do sometimes if people were really like, I want to negotiate the commission. What I go to is if we do the deal in house, I will then drop the commission. But if it's another real estate firm, that's, I can't do that. We want to keep, so that's a, another negotiation tactic I'll use. That's pretty good as well. It yeah. does allow you to keep everything in house, makes it go smoother. I imagine you control the whole flow, which is great. Yeah. Now, this has been phenomenal. You've, you've just talked about all this different stuff. We've got, this has been great. I know we spoke off air, actually, you said you're launching a bit of a YouTube channel as well, but um, you've spoken about so much stuff. You said, you know, you're looking for other agents. So how can people get in touch, whether they want to sell a home in your area, maybe join your team, look at your content, all that good stuff. How can they get in touch, whether it's phone, email, socials, whatever you want, the floor is yours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd say that um, the best way to find me is, um, is Kate and Co. um, uh, I think it's underscore real estate on Facebook. So if you type in Kate and Co, we have to spell out the A-N-D for all the social media stuff. Um, But you can find me there and you can find me the same on Instagram. And Katie Ledoux Gilbert, if you just want to um, be my friend on Facebook, I'd love that. I tell my girls all the time, Facebook is a good tool for you. If you have 50 mutual friends, add them. That's our, that's our thing. I add at least five people a day. It's kind of a running joke in my family that people will say like, how do you know that person? I'm like, I don't know. We have 50 mutual friends. We should be friends. They're, they're, they're going to start seeing my face and they're going to go, oh, we don't know a real estate agent, but she is because we see her everywhere. So that's, so I use that a little um, tool for my girls, especially that's a good way to, um, when they're working on their hour of power stuff, and which is um, reaching out to people you, you know, you don't know, and then your lead follow-up. 
That's a great way if you're kind of stumped on doing some people you don't know is reach out to people that, you know, are on Facebook that are, you have mutual friends. So that's how you can find me on Facebook. Um, you can certainly text or call me 802-291-2281. That is my Vermont cell phone I've had for a million years. Uh, well, since cell phones became a thing and texting <laughs> became a thing, I had a Blackberry. Um, and then a flip phone before that, but um, so I would love to see you. I cannot remember for the life of me what our YouTube channel is. So I'm going to have to, but I think if you type that in, but we're, we're going to have to link it in the description. Thanks, I am, we'll I am we'll link it down below. Lord People will be able to get in touch. My assistant is now. She's just not here. Um, <laughs> it's all right. But I would love it if anyone who is listening to this has any sort of random question, reach out. I Again, being a knowledge agent means that you reach out and you help other people. And I will find that I get such great press from even fellow real estate agents. There's a woman who I, in fact, didn't even think she liked me. She's owns her own company. She's, um, could be, you know, could be my mom's age. And I didn't think she liked me. Um, cause she kept missing appointments for me years ago. Like she, it was like, well, I knew it wasn't on purpose, but I was like, how does she keep screwing up appointments with me? She loves me. And that means a lot because she's very successful and she loves when I go live and I do my keeping you in the know. And that hashtag guys has become so popular that like friends, like my cleaning lady was here and she was like, I told my daughter that I have to go on Kate's lives because she keeps me in the know <laughs> that her daughter doesn't tell her anything, but she, but she gets stuff from mine. So that's brand though. This is the thing. This is all brand and recognition and stuff. It's been amazing. You've dropped so many little tidbits amongst the big topics. You've kind of been like, do this and try this and now do this. And there's been so, there's probably been 20 micro tips, which is amazing that people can go and execute. I love your hundred and a hundred as well. Like we do stuff like that. This whole podcast, believe it or not, we started with that method. So I always like, I'll wrap up on this, but I, years ago did something called 30 and 30 which is a 30 pieces of content in 30 days and that's how i started and it changed my life and then when we did this we're like let's just do it every single day which is crazy by the way like no one does this it's fucking suicide yeah don't yeah. do it it's a terrible it's idea <laughs> but we've managed to pull it off we're over, you know at this point we're well north of 100 episodes People like you give away amazing actionable strategies that people can go and use we get amazing feedback so we thank you for adding to our audience. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. We definitely yeah. have. And everyone listening, we hope you have enjoyed listening to Katie. We hope you reach out. Oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you aren't making over $100,000 per year in GCI and you're looking for a predictable system to get you there, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com. <laughs>